Oh, that's what we had to wait for. Was Craig? Thank you, Craig. Oh, Craig. Good morning. Thank you. Craig. Oh, sorry. Do we have a different? Do we have different greeting <laughs> for Craig? <laughs> Fuck you, Craig. That's uh, that's just how we usually greet him. <laughs> We're always much nicer to Craig. <laughs> I, I can tell. Craig. I apologize. <laughs> we don't all have to have the same, same relationship to Craig. It's, it's okay. okay. Oh, I wasn't apologizing to Craig. I was apologizing to you guys. It's I okay. imagine it was shocking to to hear me say that. <laughs> I didn't realize Craig was such a dick to you. <laughs> you know, he really has been. You know, well, then <laughs> fuck like, you, Craig. He decides to record sometimes, but not all the time for Chris. It's really annoying. Maybe it's because you, you treat him so poorly. That doesn't sound right. Name one <laughs> time I've treated Craig badly. You can't. You're right. I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Jack, that is that is phenomenal. <laughs> Token. I finally found something. Oh, my God. Do you want me to set it up to have the uh, HP tracker and vision oh, like everybody please, else? Please do. Thanks. Absolutely. Happy to. 15 HP, right? Holy shit. Yeah, barbarians. Oh, yeah, I was I'll like, do it. <laughs> but a D10, like, you can't have plus five already. <laughs> do you have a 20 and a stat? I'll call that. I don't. Nope, just an average constitution. Uh, do you have dark vision? Yes, dark vision 30. Or, 30. sorry, 60. 60. All right. Well, while Jim's handling that, I'll go ahead and give the intro, which is just short and sweet, and then... Uh, there will be some time for everybody to describe their characters since we weren't all here for the last session of that. All right. The river bottom office of the Kilkara's Guildhall is a squat two-story building on a well-traveled road. It might not look like the best establishment on the street, but the outer walls have been recently washed. A well-made plaque hangs above the door and inside is cleared of pests. Unfortunately, the inside has not been cleared of boxes. You are all currently unpacking. Uh, uh, so if everybody wants to take a little bit to describe their character and how they might appear this morning visually. Uh, I'm not sure if people know each other, if that's something we thought about, or if it's just, hey, we're all random strangers who now work for the guild. <laughs> I think random strangers kind of works just to move things along, but I don't know, if someone wants to know me, they can know me. Well, I will tell you that Lorenzo is currently asleep behind some of the boxes um, as a, a half-elf um, wearing a pair of finely crafted leather boots uh, and snoring gently behind the boxes looks to be uh, mid mid 40s but you don't know anything else about him because he's asleep uh, Dunlow is a well-dressed hobgoblin um, he is wearing some or he has a pair of uh, half moon spectacles on sort of well-made traveling clothes um, in his hand he has a clipboard and he's busy trying to uh, take notes and in inventory all of the items coming out of boxes as they're being packed about um, ah. Vainly trying to organize uh, the mess as everyone just goes about uh, as they went to unpack if they can. And just kind of trying to, like, no, no, this this part, this goes over here. This, this should probably go over here. And uh, probably mostly ignored by uh, his efforts to organize the chaos a bit. Um, he's, uh, like other hobgoblins, he's uh, taller than most humans, uh, getting above the six-foot range. Um, heavily muscled inside of his suit uh, that barely seems to fit him. Uh, packs uh, one of his boxes that pulls out a pair of long swords, which he uh, carefully sets to the side and makes a small note of uh, where they're put down. Um, Winnie probably doesn't know anyone. She just keeps to herself. Um, actually finds Dunlow's instructions pretty helpful, but she if there's a kitchen area, she's unpacking the kitchen because like she doesn't want to assume in other areas where things have a place, but in a kitchen, it's pretty obvious. Like the kettle goes on, on, on the, on the 
stove and the silverware goes in a drawer, um, it's pretty easy to find to find places where things go in a kitchen. Um, she's 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 a, a, a average height. Um, half elf woman um wears dark darkish clothing um may or may not be uh vestments um she's not wearing her armor currently but she has leather armor um and is not doesn't have her she's not geared up she's just unpacking um colette is in a corner uh by herself um taking things out of boxes but not necessarily putting them anywhere other than outside of the box (laughs) uh she looks very very tired. Uh, it is very early for her to be awake. Um, she also looks like she's probably hungover uh, and was out late drinking the night before. Um, and at her side, there's a, uh, a wooden club wrapped in metal bands uh, that just kind of like is on her hip in the in the way that one just keeps something that you use a lot nearby all the time. Um, on your closer inspection, it might be uh, covered in bits. Uh, and she also looks like she. She uh, has several bruises, uh, so you could assume that she had been in uh, fights while drunk the night before, uh, but she doesn't seem to be, uh, like, that's not what's holding her back in her work. She just doesn't seem to be particularly interested in what's going on. What race is Colette? She is a human. Um, she is, um, like, on the on the tall end of average for a woman, um, so she's not, like, exceptionally tall, but she's not, she's not short, um, and she really only, like, grudgingly makes uh, any kind of conversation with anybody, uh, usually to tell them to, like, work more quietly. (laughs) Does she need healing? No. Okay. Um, Roland is a wood elf who's a little bit shorter than you'd expect for an elf. Uh, he's got brown eyes and blonde hair and coppery hued skin. He's just in normal clothes that look a little bit stained from the night before, probably. That smells a little bit like alcohol, um, but he doesn't look too, too rough for the wear. He's moving around, mostly helping Winnie to unpack kitchen. And then once things kind of get set up enough, he's going to start to cook some stuff for some people. Uh, specifically, he's going to try and make sticky buns. Nice. Winnie can help him cook. She likes cooking. And I guess next up we have Bardnard, which is, um, you know, just a, a normal black dragonborn, purple cloak. Can't really see much of his face, a few patches, a, you know, a rapier on the side. And he's currently just sitting on the boxes, playing his lute, just trying to ha- move things along, maybe make feel, people feel more comfortable. Doesn't really care to get involved. Doesn't really care to talk. Just there to play music, wait for the next mission, and get get, get out there like the rest of y'all. I think just leaves Bailey. Yeah, I'm, I'm muted. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Giant, just a giant face of you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, young-ish gnome, forest gnome. Uh, has a shield and obviously some adventuring gear. Not much else uh, would just be unpacking. Uh, yeah, just just trying to take it all in, I guess. Is Briar here? Uh, yeah, he'd be here. Uh, the unpacking he's doing mostly would be setting up like seating areas, so like digging out chairs, tables, trying to get places for people to not have to stand everywhere. Um, he's a halfling dressed in decent clothes, um, kind of unpacking and moving with one hand as much as possible. He's got a, a big cup of coffee with a cinnamon stick sticking out of it that he's mostly focused on at the moment. Hell yeah. Very nice. 
All right. That's the rounds. Okay. Well, as you are all going about your business, um, some sticky buns are being made in a, we'll say, quarter-built kitchen uh, at the moment. A few, a few things out of boxes. Um, the door is opened, and a half-orc man dressed in a dirty, wrinkled suit uh, stands awkwardly uh, in the doorway. It says, oh, are you not open? Uh, Don Lao uh, rushes over, uh, notebook in hand. Um, oh, uh, hello. Uh, yes, good morning. What's what's your name? We are, of course we're open, yes. My name is Hen Katushk. I'll type it. That's good, because um, uh, Don Lao then asks uh, how to spell that, and uh, <laughs> duply writes it down. He is, he is given that spelling that I've typed in the chat. <laughs> uh, of course, Mr. Katushk. Uh, and and what, what, what can I do for you this morning? I was looking for some folks to gather some belongings for me. See, yes, and uh, what would be the nature of the belongings? Uh, might I step inside? Please, come in. Uh, of course. Uh, forgive me, forgive me. Uh, he um, moves to grab one of the chairs that uh, had been unpacked and sort of dusts it off quickly. Please take a seat. Uh, he does so. Well, hmm, how to start? I need a team to certain island for some belongings of mine that were misappropriated during the war. I have a small ship at the dock with a crew uh, waiting to take a team across the bay. I see, of course. Now, how um, how far away is it, you say, by boat trip? Oh, not too terribly far. Checks in with Jim. However, <laughs> oh, you want to make an You said across the bay, so probably not that far. far. Um, let's call it... Jesus. Um, I don't know. I had planned on a three-day journey, but across the bay is fine. It doesn't really matter to me at all. It's just a three-hour tour. <laughs> uh, shouldn't take more than two days, three at the most. That's two, three days to get there. Yes. Um, and what should we be looking for as far as these belongs? Uh, once uh, we're... Well, they are crates of shipping supplies, sail materials, water repellent tar, and they have this symbol on the boxes. Handouts. Handouts. And he um, he gives us like a copy of the symbol. He gives you a little piece of paper with the symbol drawn on it. Okay. Um, Dunlow casts about the, uh, the the crew, the, the team members who are uh, out and about pushing boxes. And um, the first person he finds who is like actually looking his direction, uh, if anyone is paying enough attention. Mm -hmm. uh, I choose. Lorenzo takes that, that moment to roll, roll over in his sleep and knock over several boxes. Winnie's there. Ma'am, please, uh, could you uh, perhaps uh, make a few copies of these? Oh, certainly. Oh, she'll, she'll take the, the paper and find some find some scrap paper somewhere. <laughs> there's certainly there's there's paper in in one of these boxes. I, I imagine some old used paper was was in the boxes to keep things from totally shattering. Yeah, <laughs> sort of fragile. So you know, there's there's some scrap paper around. Yeah. Uh, Colette can be heard loudly muttering, quote, under her breath about uh, men giving women clerical work all the time. <laughs> uh, and then, like, breaks something that looks like it belongs to uh, one of the guys in the room. <laughs> okay, because Winnie's a cleric. I'm really glad we have an angry gender studies major. <laughs> <laughs> that makes my day. Uh, yes, and um, once we arrive on the island, um, do you have any uh, idea of where we might find these belongings of yours? Unfortunately, 
no. Uh, no one has yet returned with any materials. Ah, so you've sent other groups to visit? Uh, yes, yes. They have been not very effective. And how many, oh, yes. And how many groups have you sent out? Three groups before you all failed in their mission. Inspiring. At this point, the smell of sticky bones starting to float out of the kitchen. Nice. They just never come back? Oh, no. Uh, the, the first crew came back complaining that were ghosts. The second complained there were monsters, and the third took the first half payment and vanished, never getting on the boat. Roland comes out of the kitchen. Did I did I hear ghosts and monsters? Can't quite tell if he's happy or concerned. Ghosts. <laughs> um, Donna looks over his notes. Uh, yes, I have it right here. Ghosts and monsters. Check. <laughs> I'm not sure if either of the groups were telling the truth, mind you. Oh, I'm no. sure if, if that's what they saw, that's what, that's what they saw. If there's ghosts and monsters, then you can count me in. I'll be there. And then he turns around and goes back into the kitchen. <laughs> Winnie has at this point made a few copies and is, is handing out little scraps with the, the symbol on it. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Um, if there are, in fact, ghosts, you can also count me in. Um, the, the dead must be laid to rest. So you're interested in the job then. Yes, yes and you said... Did this someone say job? Lorenzo wakes up. How and long have you been Have you been there the whole time? <laughs> yeah, a hand on top of the crate and, and he pushes up. up. Eyes kind of half open. Has, has he been there this whole time? Is he, Indeed. Is he always... Oh, jeez. And he falls back asleep. Oh, I, I, I must apologize for my uh, compatriots here. My, uh, we're, I, I can assure you we're quite a professional organization. Typical. Beggars can't be choosers. Uh, and I believe the last thing um, would be the payment for this uh, operation. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the price I'm offering is 50 gold per person to retrieve my goods. Uh, that would be 10 gold each before the trip and 40 after. Count me in. Well, that seems fair. Well, I um, let me let me go get some uh, uh, contract forms here. And we'll, um, and we'll just finish off the paperwork here. Uh, please ha- have, well. uh, have some uh, uh, delicious paper. Pastries. Would you um, like some tea? No, and, and, thank you. And no to the pastries either. And, and with that, Dunlow begins um, desperately searching for whatever official documentation uh, mm-hmm. would be required for this. Roll an investigation check. Uh, <laughs> I rolled that to GM only. That was you did. two seven. Uh, yep. Seven is uh, unfortunately in your <laughs> hectic search, you actually you can't find. You have no idea which box even. Like maybe, oh no, maybe it's in some of the boxes that Lorenzo knocked over. And you just like rush over there and start <laughs> searching and searching. Um, <laughs> and Donald begins to get a just a really desperate, like panicked look to his face. He's sweating through his suit now. It's, uh, it's <laughs> uh, looking bad. Sure. At this point, uh, Hen is grabbing small bags of 10 gold each and kind of walking around and handing each person a small bag of 10 gold. Thank you. Um, Lorenzo is still asleep. asleep. Does he give Lorenzo a bag of gold? Uh, he like sets it on your chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, now, when you say misappropriated, what exactly stolen you... most likely? Indeed, I was trying to be kind, <laughs> but yes, stolen. Stolen by the government. Cer- certainly. Mm-hmm. Jim, what was that, D3-4? Uh, the, the boxes that Lorenzo knocked, knocked over that he's searching, searching through, uh, he, he finds a uh, crate full of oil skin, skin uh, garments. None of this right. is right. None of this is right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after Henry makes his surrogate giving the gold and answers the question. Um, he heads toward the door and he says, uh, the ship 
uh, when you are ready, is called the Hatchling, and it is at the docks waiting your use. Thank you again. Thank you. Uh, he then leaves. Roland comes out with a platter of uh, sticky buns, says, setting them down on top of the buck nearest over there. Breakfast is served. Eat up, everyone. And then he'll grab one in particular and walk over and plop it on uh, Lorenzo's chest close to his face so the smell can wake him up and then walk back to the kitchen cleanup. Lorenzo is sleeping quite contentedly. <laughs> I ate a sticky like bun. Up. Definitely partake in the sticky buns. Colette also grabs one and then sets about dumping over a box of things. She's helping. Yeah. And she looks at uh, Sugar Dunlow and says, hey, where does this go? I am um, uh, just, I'm, uh, I know it's, I had contracts. Oh, sh- oh my goodness, he's left. Oh, uh, what? It goes over the notes uh, again. Like, all right, we have to, uh, did, did he even mention the, the ship? Oh, gosh, I, this is, I'm, uh, and just like descends into this incomprehensible sputtering. It's okay, it's okay. It's it's the, the, the hatchling. He said it's at the docks ready for us. Did you need me to check the crates under uh, underneath myself for the contracts? Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness me. Uh, he pulls out like a small neckerchief and starts like patting his his face, like cleaning some sweat off. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just write something up here. Um, perhaps we should be uh, preparing ourselves to go. Oh, look, your contracts. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> finds them right underneath uh, Bardnard's previous seat. <laughs> I don't know if that's a relief or not to Dunlow, but... <laughs> oh, wonderful. And he, uh, thank you. Thank you. And he um, busies himself just copying some information down as a contract and um, looks a little dejected that the client has already left. Don't worry. I kept them warm for you. <laughs> so should I don my letters? Or are we leaving? Anything is better than unpacking boxes. It did kind of sound like a, okay, ready, go now, they're waiting type of thing, right? I suppose. I can't hurt. Uh, when Colette says that, Roland, like, winks and then points at the kitchen and says, now you understand why I was cooking. You can see the future. No, I just I just wanted to cook. I had no idea anyone was going to come in. Unpacking boxes really isn't my strong suit. Uh, yeah, I know. I packing them would probably be even worse. Well, uh, are there any preparations you all are going to make before heading out, or are you just going to get yourselves round, ready, wake up Lorenzo, and go to the docks? Lorenzo wraps himself in one of those oil skin uh, rain slickers that came out of the crate mm-hmm. and continues to snore. And Briar will just kind of like wave a couple people off. Uh, you know, I've got, I've got, unfortunately, I shan't be joining, but uh, I appreciate getting this 10 gold anyway. To be clear, Kyle and I are not bringing our PCs along. Like, we'll, we'll take the gold. That's, that's no problem, but we yeah, won't take experience sure. and we will just sit this one out. But Lorenzo did just reveal to you all a giant pile of warm, waterproof garments. It's he did. That's accurate. You're about to get on a ship in January. Fair point. Yeah. Because um, remember, friends, the date in Marisport is pinned to the real world date. So it's the so ninth it's day of first noon. And the latitude is slightly south of where we are right now in Ohio. So it's, it's chilly out there in the ocean. Okay. grabs one of these uh, garments and walks out the door. Yeah, Winnie, Winnie gears up and she'll grab a she'll grab a jacket and whatever else. Isn't is that just is it just waterproof jackets? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's just what that crate happened to Okay. Yep. It's a lucky roll. Barnard just falls behind everybody. Roland uh, gears up and grabs his, one of those uh, garments and then uh, walks out with everybody else. Oh, yes. Dunlow also gets uh, <laughs> cold weather. 
other gear and guns. All right, so you guys bundle up. Uh, convenient that the guild has provided these uh, warm garments for you. Um, you realize that, uh, Chris, did you describe what the weather was like in your initial introduction? I did not. Okay. Uh, we're going to go with a uh, uh, damp mist, um, one of those miserable, because it's not, you know, it, it's, 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 it doesn't snow as often in Marisport as it does. Chris, you're done. Yeah, I don't yeah. Yep, that's all I got. Cool. Um, <laughs> it doesn't snow in Marisport as often as it does in Ohio, because um, you are, you know, on the ocean, and there is some currents that, you know, the, the, the jet stream brings slightly warmer weather. We're thinking more like London, but you do get those days where it's it's a little bit too, the droplets are a little bit too big for it to be called fog, It's but it's, it's too small to be rain, and it just, if you're outside for any period of time, you get damp. It's just wet. And never quite wet all the way through, but never quite dry either. And so you are grateful for these uh, warm garments as you make your way across river bottom and down towards the dock district. Um, after a bit of asking around and searching, you find your way to the hatchling. It is a keelboat, um, perhaps, oh, let's see, 14 times five, maybe 70 feet long. So a rel relatively small vessel, um, single deck. There's one, uh, the, the rear of the vessel raises up. So there's one cabin at the back of the vessel. Um, one sing single mast, single sail. It is clearly a vessel that is designed not to do long journeys, um, but is a, um, you know, short haul ship ruled by a small number of people. Um, did any of you serve in the Navy during the war? Okay. So you would have seen ships like this um, acting as tenders, bringing supplies and shuttling people back and forth between larger frontline vessels. Um, the crew uh, looks like there's uh, five people that are, you know, loading up barrels full of provisions, and they're all uh, bundled up in warm oil skins lined with fur. Um, the You approach the vessel. Uh, is one of you likely to be the one walking up and, and uh, initiating conversation? Certainly not Colette. <laughs> not, not Barnard. I think that's our that's our clerk oh. down low. Yeah. Oh, great. In situations like this, Dunlow um, looks around at the rest of the party just to see if anyone else is taking initiative. <laughs> and in that, like, after five seconds of awkwardness, sort of swallows, like, all right. Yeah, and, it's uh, that. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, and just, like, moves forward to um, uh, take lead. It's, it's that, that moment, moment in, in, in the, not that, that I'm, I'm a teacher or anything, but it's that moment where in a classroom, there's always that one kid that has the lowest threshold for awkward and will volunteer to answer first. It fears the awkward situation more than the uh, the encounter itself. <laughs> yep. Uh, so there is Dunla. There's a uh, male human, uh, maybe late forties, bit of a paunch. Uh, he is seated on a crate at the foot of the ramp leading up to the ship, um, and everybody else seems busy. He is sitting uh, with a knife and a chunk of wood. Uh, seems to be carving something. Seems like he'd probably be the easiest one to get a hold of. Um, there is also another male human um, who is, even in this weather, is topless um, and standing on the deck and seems to be giving uh, instructions to the other three crew members. Uh, which one do you uh, talk to? Um, we'll go with the one that is not 
engaging with other people. It seems, it seems to be, yeah, the, the, the first guy. Mm, uh, something, something I can do with you? Do, 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 do for, for you? For you? Uh, yes. Uh, good morning. Uh, we, my name is Dunlau. Uh, we are the, oh gosh, what was our guild's name? Kilkaras. Kilkaras. Kilkaras newbie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we, uh, 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 yeah, the, 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 the contract, right. Uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're getting loaded, loaded up. Um, you guys need, need you, you got, got everything, you're ready to go. go. Yes, uh, we are, I we think, are. I think so. Mm, ready to go. Great. Uh, uh, Spoiler will take care of anything you need. Um, he points at the person who's standing up on, on deck, deck giving orders. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's about, about it. it. Uh, uh, let's go there, we're ready to go, and we'll, we'll push off. And that was Squealer? Squealer is the guy up on the deck. Squealer, okay. So, Dunlow, who do you need to sign that contract? I, um, well, I went ahead and, uh, you know, signed it on, uh, on our side of it, uh, but our, our Mr. Krotosk, he's, normally he'd be the one to sign it, but, uh, he, he left before we could. Lovely. You got some, some kind of paperwork you need to sign him? Uh, no, no, no. I assure you that the paperwork is, is perfectly in order. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, all right. Um, yes, sir, uh, Mr. Uh, Captain Squealer, we, we are, um, uh, from the Kilkara Guild Hall, where uh, they didn't get no, a task force. I'm, 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 I'm gonna stop, stop here right there. there. My, 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 my name's, name's Captain Link. Link. Oh, there's my first mate. He's up on the deck. Oh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry, <laughs> sir. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Dunno looks like he's about to die from embarrassment. Oh. Um, you can see, see Link, Link is not a uh, Roman insight check. Dunno. Okay. So, ah, I keep having it very nice. Damn. That's a to twenty. That's a twenty-three. Twenty-three. Ooh. Uh, there should be a toggle. Up, up at the top, top of your sheet. sheet to, yeah, I, I keep toggling it because I'm typing in. Uh, oh, gotcha. gotcha. Personality trait things. Gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, Link doesn't seem offended. Um, he is much more interested in what he's carving. Uh, you can see that it is, in fact, a small wooden boat that he is kind of whittling out of this piece of wood, and he's actually doing a pretty impressive job. Um, as you've been sitting there, like the details are taking shape, even as he's holding this conversation, for lack of a better word. With you. Hmm. Well, we are um, we were all on board and ready to part to see our earliest concerns. All right. Uh, Mr. Krasowska, he, he told us that all of the details have already been sorted out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, yeah, yeah I, uh, all right. Yeah, I should, I should probably, probably, you know, introductions all around. Uh, he realizes that he's been rude and, uh, you know, closes his knife, pockets it, sets the boat down, gets to his feet, actually holds out one large callous hand for a handshake. Name's Ormond Link. Uh, here's the hatchling. Been operating out of Marisport here for half a dozen years. We, uh, got a small crew, but, uh, it's a good one. We'll get you where you need to go. Gentleman there, up there, uh, giving orders is my first mate, Perquel Asima, but everybody calls him Squealer. Uh, the store one up there, uh, tending to the rigging, that'd be Ellie Whitfoot. He points at a, uh, halfling woman who is ably, uh, prepping the sails for, for launch. The, uh, birthday one back there is Evergun Walters, points to a half fork, and, uh, the shiny one sitting on the deck there, that'd be Accolade. Just signed on as our cartographer. Never had much use for one myself during the war, but now that the Navy's not giving us maps, figured it might be helpful to have somebody knows where we're going. Anyway, uh, if you've got gear, you can stow it in the cabin. Uh, not really room for this many folks in the cabin, so, uh, afraid we'll have to be sleeping on deck overnight, but this trip should take us, uh, 
we should get there midday tomorrow. We leave in the next couple hours. Excellent. That's uh, that's wonderful to hear. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, I'm not going to belabor role-playing at the docks unless somebody else has more they want to do. Nope. No, I'm good. Nope. Good. Um, All right. Do we have to worry about food for this one shot, or are we just okay? Ah, oh, good, good question. question. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 uh, we got, got salt, cod, uh, hard tack, you know, standard provisions laid in for, got enough for four days, just in case. Sounds good to me. All right. So you get your stuff uh, gathered, stowed away, ready to go, and push out to sea. Uh, let's see who is not, not on this map. map. I'm on a boat. Lorenzo should not be on this map. Briar should not be on this map. You can place yourself so, wherever you would kind of be hanging out. Um, the perspective on this image is a little bit, on this boat token is a little bit goofy. The back half is actually up. For whatever reason, whenever I look at it, it looks like it's down. They put the shadow in the wrong place. Oh, sure. Yeah. But that back half is up. There is a cabin under it. The door would be right under where the wheel is. My screen is black. Is that supposed That's to be there? because I haven't put you on here yet. Oh. And actually, if you'd like, I can make your token be that wonderful you, gnome image thing. You, you, can, you can use that placeholder for, for now, yeah. Uh, yeah, hold on. Hold on one second. I'll reset your token to be that instead of your face. I mean, I, I feel like that still probably doesn't represent your actual character. No, yeah, no. Does, no. She, have a, does she have a long white beard? Because that would be fine. Maybe. <laughs> Sounds Bailey. Troll by determined character. HP. HC. Vision. Night vision. 60. Nocturnal save. Make so that is default token for your character. Yes. There you go. You should be able to see now, Justin. I can. I, I see water. Yep. Got it. Excellent. Yeah, we are down here. All right. Um, and that's everybody on the boat. Yeah. Um, I cannot see. You cannot see. Okay. Ah, right. Because I didn't have a token for you either. There you go. Perfect. Right, so no, the sails are not represented because that would make it impossible to see anything. Yeah. Uh, and let's go ahead. And I forgot to put any sailors on this. So uh, um, a little bit after uh, we set sail, uh, mm-hmm. Accolade would have introduced themselves to you all. Uh, Accolade's body is made of bronze, though there's a, a small section on the top of their head uh, that is like dirty glass. And under, underneath you can see like gears moving. Um, they're wearing uh, like a short vest and then a, a tail a coat with tails. Um, they're both really wrinkled and smell very musty and of the ocean. Um, no pants, no shoes. Um, rest of the body made of bronze. Uh, small crystal ball built into the palm of their left hand. Super cool. Uh, but they would uh, very kindly introduce themselves to everyone individually. Various sailors on here. Quick. Just leave. Have any of them so, yeah. seen, seen the ghosts? Uh, are you going to ask them? If they're introducing themselves, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got time for conversation. You're out on the water. Um, it is it is cold. The, the mist is kind of freezing around the bow of the ship, um, but the water is relatively calm. Uh, so, so it's easy sailing, so you have time for conversation. Uh, ask them about the about whether they've seen ghosts or anything. Um, this is actually the first time that they've made this round. They were not the ship that was chartered the last couple rounds, uh, so they've not been out this way. Um, but, you know, there's people do tell stories about all sorts of things out here in the Bay, uh, particularly since the war. There's certainly plenty of uh, restless, restless dead. Ogren, mm-hmm. um, in, in particular, particular the, 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 the half-orc, um, excuse me, Ivagren, the half-orc, uh, in particular, seems prepared to believe that it could be some, some sort, sort of supernatural. supernatural. Are there any legends about this island that we're going to? Chris, did you even name the island? No, I sure didn't. Did anybody name the island? Charlie. We all forgot to name the island. I'm going to name the island real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Please names. Island names. Uh, Otterdak Haven. Otterdak Haven. I'm going to go with Otterdak Haven. Uh, And Otterdak Haven, that's better. 
no, it's known for its uh, a, a population of others. Uh, yeah, there's no substantial legends. It's thundering with my stop off the way to the rocks that play separate ships to stop and uh, refill on fresh water. But that's that's about it. All right, I need everybody to make perception checks for me as we get on towards the evening of the first day. Well, fuck. Uh, I really gotta stop doing that. Uh, I got I got twenty two. Yep, I, I see, see it. it. Um, all, all right, right. so Dunlo, you, you see it first. Um, Bernard, you see it a few moments later. later. Like you, you, you see Dunlo reacting to something on the horizon, and you turn to look, and and you can spot it. Um, both of you spot it moments before uh, Squealer does, and the it that you're spotting is the least, the last thing that anybody wants to see while crossing Maris Bay or the Bay of Gulls, and that is black sails. Oh, pirates! Bloody pirates! Lovely. And you spot them well before they are within, you know, engagement distance, but their vessel is larger and faster than yours. Uh, so the crew makes it clear that escape is not going to be an option. Uh, they seem the crew. Um, their first reaction is to move to drop sail, and they um, Squealer issues orders for them to start bringing cargo up from below decks. Looks like they're going to just their their plan appears to be to just surrender. Uh, Del now makes his way over to um, Captain <laughs> Captain Link. Uh, notice that we seem to be uh, slowing down. Is, is is that because of the sails over there? Yeah, I mean we're not armed unless you guys plan to protect us. We don't really have you know. There's there's, there's pirates, pirates in these waters. waters. So, uh, not much we can, can do, do other than hand over our cargo, let them take what they want, and hope they, they don't, don't take, take the whole ship. ship. Indeed, you are not armed. I, however, am. Yeah? Are you going to sing him to death? death? Yes, in a way. I'll just cut him to pieces if you want me to. Perhaps you all should just hide inside the cabin back there while we uh, make matters busy over here. All right, find me. You heard him, boss. <laughs> Get below. No, you're getting us to the island safely. It's the least we can do. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. the, the crew kind of... do more if, if there was, you know, like, I don't I know something, something else in it for us aside from, you know, the, the convenience factor. I mean, so... To thank you, so, so, so in return for helping them not rob us, you're going to rob us? Uh, rob I mean, No. I mean, don't get me wrong. We would it's, never. It's appreciated, but like, extortion is extortion. Like, I understand. We're out here on the water. You got me over a barrel. You can take what you want, but like, don't expect a, a smile and a handshake. That's the way this is going to play out. I wasn't. Clint nods at this point. This guy is clearly, you know, wise to the world and, uh, a bit cynical and and like it's gonna make things happen however it has to go oh uh, well it, it seems uh catching up to us here um well uh no don't you worry about this, this is um you know we've been brought together for, for this moment and and we'll uh we'll handle this and we'll, we'll, you know we're a new organization that we're joining uh, he's, he's just getting more and more flustered and, and like nervously <laughs> looking at yeah, the uh, hello, <laughs> you should ships. Just stop talking uh you have to <laughs> go inside and we'll take care of things as i said and uh, Colette, you should probably, uh, uh, we'll talk about it later. We have more pressing things. Look, they're catching up. Get everybody to stations. Let's go. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, Link is definitely going to agree with that. And 
Josh or his his crew inside. Um, are any of you proficient with water vehicles? <laughs> nope. Great. So your ship is going to be stationary for this. Wait, someone said they were. Yeah, Roland is. He Roland has is? A okay. marine background, yeah. Oh, thank goodness um, someone, someone bothered too. <laughs> so, Roland, you have the option to um, captain the vessel during this, although you would need someone to help you with the sails and rigging. Um, so that person would need to spend their turn doing that, and you would, uh, on your turn, be able to move the ship. Um, otherwise, the vessel's just going to stay where it is. Uh, Accolade would volunteer to assist uh, if Roland made it clear that he wanted to steer. Would I be able to sometimes shoot my short bow and steer the vessel on other turns? Or... Yeah, yeah okay. on any turn when you're not using your turn to move, you can use your turn, use your action otherwise. Okay. But on yeah, any yeah. turn that you do use your action to move the vessel, uh, Accolade is going to have to use. To... Right. You use your turn to issue a command. Accolade uses their turn to make that command happen. Okay. Does that make uh, sense? Yeah, I'll uh, give appropriate orders to Accolade, start doing some stuff, and then I'll move over to the... Is there likely to be fighting? Yes. Oh, I hope so. Uh, understood. I cast Mage Armor on myself before getting ready to get in the rigging. All right. Who else here is proficient with ranged weapons? Not I. I mean, I can use them. I don't have any. Uh, Colette is like flipping a small dart up and down in her hand. All right. Well, uh, the vessel crests the waves and begins to close to effective range. Uh, I know this map is very large, so you're going to have to zoom out pretty far to see how things are going. But things that see happen at long distances. Um, before it closes to the range of your weapons, right? Because the longest range anybody's got is a longbow. And who on earth has the longbow? I have a javelin. Well, five, actually. Okay. So does anybody have anything that's range is longer than 100 feet? Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, they have a catapult. On their boat? What? On their boat? On their boat. Yep. yep. Uh, and if, if you, you look, look at their boat, boat, it looks like they, they have ballistic. They, they don't. They, they have a catapult. They have one catapult. It is... They have one catapult, and it is forward of where that, that where the forward mast is. is. And they, they launch their catapult at you from too far away for you to do anything. You watch in horror as the projectile arcs towards your vessel. And at the last second, as it draws closer and you're, you're certain that you're about to be wrecked. Um, you realize that the projectile that they fired is not a boulder. It's not a rock. It is a glass jar um, about the size of a carboy. Uh, so like a five-gallon glass jar. And it smashes onto the deck directly behind Roland. Is there anything in it? Um, there is a some sort of liquid, but the, the deck is already wet. Uh, Roland, I need you to roll a perception check. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm focused on the wheel, I guess. Weird, weird that they would launch something glass. Maybe, maybe like some of the broken glass does kind of like scratch your ankles and things. Like maybe they were just, maybe it's like a shrapnel weapon of some kind Um, is what you're thinking up until, uh, does an 18 hit your armor class? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the liquid behind you reaches out a pseudopod as you are focused on the wheel and you feel it like wrap, you feel something wrap around your leg. And Bailey, you watch in horror as this puddle of liquid uh, produces a little pseudopod and uh, grabs your new companion's leg. Uh, you're going to take seven bludgeoning damage and eight acid damage, which probably is enough to drop you. Holy shit. Oof. Yeah, I'm down. Woof. As it turns out that this uh, puddle is in fact an ooze, and we're going to roll some in it. My initiative tracker up here. Got my mouse. Killing me. <laughs> oh, accolade. That's a bummer. I mean, I don't, I'm not very good at initiative. Oh no, I didn't select my two. Dude, I should roll initiative too, even though I'm down, right? Yes, everybody gets an initiative. Damn it, fuck. Accidentally closing character sheet instead of opening. Come on, load faster. Ooh, Roland's gonna die quickly. Well, they might or, not die at all. Or if he, he saved. Or he saved. 
it, it won't open character sheets for me at all. I'm going to reload. Roll 20. All right, guys. No worries. Here we go. Uh, bunch of initiative. And... Okay. Uh, sort descending. All right, Bardnard, you are up first. So since Roland took damage, would I be able to use Cure Wounds on him? Yeah. Uh, it's a... What's the range on that spell? Oh, it is touch. So I have to run down there. Yep. You have a move speed of 30 feet or six squares. Three, four, five, six. Now, uh, if you're going to go that route... Hold on one second. You were here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Get you there. Um, but unfortunately, he's up on the upper deck. So you could go... I don't know that you can get to him and cast that this turn. How tall is the uh, the distance? Is it something you can like reach over at? Uh, it's, it's no, because there's a cabin under it, so it's like probably seven feet. Uh, um, so you could try to you could try to jump up and do it uh, with an athletics check. I would let you make an athletics check to try to cast that spell. So Bardnard, go ahead and try an athletics check for him. All right, so you you do you you run down uh, from the foxhole where you were. You run down across the deck and uh, do a, a leap. Your right hand and foot brace against the, like your right hand uh, goes over the rail, you brace on your foot and reach your left hand over as you finish the verbal components of your spell and, and touch Roland to give a cure wound. So go ahead and cast. cast. Parkour! Alright, Roland, you get 11 HP back. back. Yeah, I got uh, a good nine, but thank you so much. Max. Captain, my captain. <laughs> Alright, cool. Uh, do you have a bonus action or are you done? Uh, let me check real quick. About the only thing I could do is bardic inspiration, but I have no songs currently prepared, so would I be able to like, generically say I whip out a harmonic my harmonica yes. and start a tune uh if yeah yeah, yeah you can, can inspire, inspire someone and i have to say who i particularly inspire yes yeah, yeah you, you have, have to give, give someone a bardic inspiration die okay i bardically inspire roland all right roland, roland it is your turn. turn and you now have a bardic inspiration which should be a yep, d6, d6 that you can spend on any ability, ability check or save or attack roll okay I mean, last for 10 minutes so don't have to spend it right away all right so very surprised by how uh there was just glass behind me and then i was like dying and now I'm alive again. Yep. And, and you, you can see, see that the, the, the water, what, what you thought was water inside that jar, has now formed itself into a sort of gelatinous ooze that is moving and quivering. And uh, there is a steam rising from it and an acrid stench. Uh, this is horrible. Uh, I'm going to take the disengage action okay. and then move myself the fuck away from this thing, shouting, it's a news, it's a news, kill it. Okay. I inspire you for this. And he can spend it later. All right. Uh, any bonus, bonus action? action? Nope. Alrighty. Uh, the pirate ship is going to close on you, but they don't appear to be in a hurry. But already. Uh, all right. So Colette's going to move to here and miss with the dart. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, probably miss, but also that's calculating wrong. Is it? Because it should be right. dex based. So if it was real close, it's possible that was a hit. Tell me what it was. Uh, it was a 10. It was, it was a 10. 10. It's, it's definitely, definitely a hit. All right. So uh, seven theoretical uh, piercing damage, and then Colette will, two, three, get the fuck back out of there. Okay, so, so you, you see the, the metal tip on the dart, dart uh, steams, and, and then begins to dissolve, to dissolve within this ooze. Oh gosh, that's the metal tip's dissolving. Oh, here goes here goes melee characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Dunlau will fly into a rage, um, pulling out his two long swords, and um, let's see, I can just get up there, and run straight for the creature. Uh, he yep. begins screaming uncharacteristically in Goblin, um, <laughs> if anyone happens to understand that language. Wait, is he screaming the word uncharacteristically? No, 
horrifically. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he is he's suddenly like has this horribly violent air about him. Um, he's you know, foaming at the mouth a little bit, um, screaming in the goblin language, um, and just comes charging at the creature, uh, attacking twice. All right. Um, the they, they both hit. hit. Great. Both of those attacks, attacks hit, hit, doing substantial damage to this thing. thing. Uh, you sense, sense that it is kind of losing its cohesion. Uh, however, your swords also begin to steam and sputter. Oh, and I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was uh, just saying the uh, the offhand sword, I actually don't get because my bonus action was to, okay. uh, to go rage. to the rage. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, well then, then just your main sword is going to take a minus one, one penalty to its damage. damage. Oh, no. Ugh. Uh, as the, the edge becomes dulled by the acid. Damn. And that is that is permanent. Uh, and it, that's on hits and attacks, right? Just on damage. Just on damage. Okay. Just on damage. Okay. All right, Bailey, what you doing? So is that something that one would recognize or no? You know, that like, it's damaging his weapon? In the dart, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, or I'll move to flank with it, I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's just the... How do you have two attacks? I only have one, but I have advantage, right? Oh, yeah. So I just rolled yeah, it twice but... instead of clicking yeah. the button for advantage. Okay. Uh, it hits. We'll take the first damage. Uh, your sword, sword takes, takes a, a permanent minus one penalty. penalty. You, you do, do chop, chop the ooze into pieces. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, you hear a uh, rallying cry of rage from the pirates as they, they realize, realize that they're, they're going to have to do the work themselves. I will look at the goblin expecting like a rage reaction back. No? The hobgoblin. Hobgoblin, I apologize. Uh, he, he is like trying to gauge whether he can jump the distance yet to the other ship. <laughs> second, as I natural like our initiatives, slide right into the second encounter. Apparently, accolade. Roland, had you given me any instructions for moving the ship this round? You had not. Also, oh, he can't unless, unless he's, he's at the wheel. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was very focused on the Yeah, I understand. Um, I will kind of move toward the middle of the ship to be prepared for anything and say, I'm sorry, why are we fighting them? Why are they fighting us? And that's my turn. All right, I'm winning. Bonnie's going to hold uh, a sacred flame for when something comes within 60 feet, an enemy comes within 60 feet. Okay, pirates move. They, they seem, seem to be, be running, running towards, towards the front, front of their vessel and, and readying short bows. Bardnard. Bardnard, it is your go. I'm thinking a moment. Okay. Do, you, do you think that many of them will be boarding at the same time? They look, look like, like they, they are prepared to board. board. Okay, in that case, I read, I ready my loot. It's going to get fun. Okay. Uh, up to the speed of the ship's movement. Now oh, there we have sails. All right. Uh, bandits here. Got the bear. They are preparing a boarding party. Roland. Uh, I'm going to give some instructions to Accolade. Mm-hmm. How do you want to move? going to run back up to the wheel. Yep. Yep. Move 30 to get away, so 30 to get back. Yep. Um, How do you want the uh, ship to move? How far can the ship at? move? Uh, uh, your, your ship has a speed of 20. And their ship seems to be approaching at like 30, 40, or? 30. 30. 30. Okay. Swing around. Which go 70 feet away. You want to try to go that way? Yeah, so we can like start to swing around eventually like this sure. over some turns. Gotcha. Okay. Colette. All right. Uh, uh, Colette is going to move over to here and uh, ready in action. Uh, to attack as soon as someone jumps onto the ship within range. Yep. All right. Pirates, move to there. Dunlow. Uh, that puts the closest, closest person, person within 100. 100. Gosh. Actually, yeah. Yeah, way too far away. Um, you can just keep waiting. waiting. Let's see. If Dunlow would, like, attack the corpse of the ooze, would that um, continue his rage? Uh, no. Sorry. Okay. Um, he'll just you know, yelling in frustration and anger, and then the, uh, the rage ends, and he looks around confused for a moment and just sort of shrinks 
leaps back and, and takes cover uh, in the dodge action. Um, try to take as much cover I, as I can um, just against the railing here. Bailey, Bailey. Oh, sorry. Muted. Um, I, I'm going to drop my longsword and attempt to get a javelin out there. Um, okay. It's disadvantage. I just... Yep. Do you want to move to the side of your boat that is closest, closest to them? them? Yeah, I can. It doesn't matter. Though. It's it's still... It's still, it's still within range, range for disadvantage. disadvantage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I, I will move... I'll move to the edge. I'll throw... Are javelins dex weapons? If it's thrown, it's strength. Strength, okay. Unless it's a special case. Monks. Yep. Oh, I gotta do it again. Dang it. Yeah, it's disadvantage. Oof. So eight. Nope. Yeah, eight. Falls short. Okay. You rear back and toss, but you are unable to bridge that distance. Ah, that's it for now. All right. Our last uh, pirate that hasn't moved to the bow will move to the bow and make a plinky plink crossbow attack at Colette. Oh, fuck. Yikes. I crit Colette. Please. You did indeed. Uh, and she, yeah. falls over, she falls over unconscious. Your damage uh, today, Jim, is it's on point, man. Yeah, yeah apparently. Yeah. Uh, everybody who's conscious make a perception check. Okay, Bale, Winnie, and Roland, you see a small lizard-like humanoid uh, fiddling with something on the catapult. Looks like he might be reloading it. Oh, shit. I follow instructions and move the boat 20 feet in that uh, circling direction. Am I, like, yeah, that's what I meant. Perfect. Hopefully we don't get just rammed straight in there. <laughs> yeah, running like that that fucks up the grid, but it's fine. We can make it work. All right. Uh, another crossbow attack. This one's coming at Winnie. Don't you fucking dare. Sixteen. Winnie's down. Fucking A, guys. But she's stable. Down but stable. All right. At zero. It is Winnie's turn. So it sounds like you're losing a turn. I'm losing a turn. Uh, this yeah. guy has to go help with the rigging. They realized that they left everybody. No, no, nobody was helping. Uh, Bernard, the closest enemy is, if you move to the front of your ship, the closest enemy is 80 feet away. I have no such ranged attack. All right. About the best I could do is move toward the side of the boat. You do have two allies that are down. Yeah, and only one cure wounds that I've already used. You only have one spell slot? I have a second, but I would like to reserve for combat. Okay. Um, passing turn? Um, I, I, I have to do a physical move. I'm just trying to okay. learn the mechanics on this stupid thing. One moment. Let me check a spell. Let me explain something mm-hmm. out to me. Okay, I actually have a better idea. For, 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 okay. the spe- for the spell slot, I have sleep. Okay, so you're going to cast uh, that at them? Yep. Alright, go ahead and cast. Ooh. So it does range. 28 hit points of creatures show spell description uh, creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose within a range are affected in ascending order of their current hit points lowest current hit points lowest to the highest and they fall asleep till you run out of the 28 damage yep uh, let's see uh, several of them are going to fall asleep uh, yep. the three closest pirates all uh, especially since that means that the next two pirates lose their turn yeah I learned that from Mike from when he told me what happened in a previous campaign there you go alright Roland you're up you got three sleepy pirates and the lizard loading the catapult indeed is is that the lizard in the middle yeah yep, yep. he's, he's a little cobalt oh, oh, so. hold, hold on one, one second because I, I forgot to have the pirates, pirates actually like make saves. saves i don't think sleep does saves i think it's just their hp and they fall over yeah yep right i like, got confused because it lists a save dc but it doesn't actually matter nope cool. yes uh, i'm just gonna tell uh give instructions to accolade to swing the boat so we can approach them at like to switch it so we can swing towards the the, the side of their boat that we're approaching. Okay. Hmm. Right. Cool. Collect. Success. 
Nice. Yay! Congrats, you didn't die. Pirates move. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Their bowsprit is real close to your boat. The actual front of their boat doesn't start until after that bowsprit. And their ship is tall enough that that bowsprit is going to come in over you. So you don't have to worry about them striking you until you get to the front of the actual boat. Dunlow. Okay. Dunlow will make his way over to Colette. And I make a medicine check to try to stabilize her. Yeah. Anybody remember what the DC is on that? I think it's 15. I, say I thought it's it was 15. 3, 5. I thought it was 10. Medicine. I'm looking it up. 10 feels right to me, but... <sighs> I mean, unless a potential author just wanted people to be killed more easily. Everyone's squishy at first level. Doesn't say. Uh, 10. Yeah, I found a thing that said 10. Yeah, so... Cool. You, you stabilize Colette. Hey. Healer is still down, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your main healer is down. Unconscious. Stable. Everybody's stable. 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 Not dying. Bailey. But not helpful. Well, so the Colette and is it this one that's down? Winnie, yeah. yeah. Winnie, Winnie and Winnie, Winnie is uh, your cleric, unless you are also a cleric. No, but I'll move up and I will smack her and say, get up, um, lay on hands for ah, Paladin level times five. So I have yeah. five. Um, right. you, you can have four. That's that's enough. Great. And right. that's it. Yeah. Move action. Winnie, you gain five HP or four HP. Beautiful. Oh, I bet it's that. Okay. Um, great. That makes it this pirate's turn. Uh, he is still awake, so he will try to shoot the gnome. Does a 16, 16 hit. Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ, I'm rolling well. Sorry, guys. We're only level one. Quishy. Uh, so, so Bailey, you're going to take two piercing, piercing damage, damage as the crossbow finds its way into your squishy flesh. I apologize. I'm, I was trying to figure out who, who got shot. It wasn't me. You did. It wasn't me. It, it was. Wait, what? <laughs> it was you. It was yep. definitely I, you. I beat 16. It wasn't me. How do you beat 16? Your AC is 12. It's not right. Like, my starting equipment's a chain chain mail and a shield like i'm at 18 uh paladin okay that's i don't know why it doesn't figure but i have to manually go in and make it okay make it um I, I can make it figure that's easy chain mail and shield, shield. Mm -hmm. or no yeah it's yeah it's 18 and now it should be figuring appropriately so there you go uh then yeah, yeah you beat it and you don't get shot, shot. Whew. Yay. however uh the kobold finishes reloading the catapult Yikes. and is going to launch it would he do such a thing because he's a kobold that's why oh and he hit Yikes. So, uh, you get another ooze. All right, uh, and that's going to make it whoever goes after them. Uh, accolade. I follow instructions and move the ship uh, so that we're moving forward, but also up and trying to go side by side with their ship. Right. So you like swing around that way-ish. Oh, no. Right. Prob probably one less to the right and one more up. No. <laughs> no, not their ship. Smash. I'm not sure I can select your ship without selecting their ship at this point. There we go. Uh, like there. Yeah. Okay. He's asleep. Winnie, Winnie you're, you're up. up. All right. Winnie's going to get up and move over to Colette and and we will cast some Cure Wounds. Yes, I love one. Colette, you received some HP. All right. Nine of them, in fact. Super Seven. helpful. Good. Uh, this guy is working the rigging. The ooze is going to attack you, Colette. Colette. I know you just woke, woke up. up. Sorry. That is an unpleasant wake up. You are closest to it. Does a nine, nine hit your AC? Certainly does not. All right. The ooze swings ineffectually at you. Good. Uh, this guy works the rigging. Bardnard. Uh, I want to use one of my 
Grip's Vicious Mockery. Okay. On whom? The Ooze. All right. Go ahead and roll it. It can hear you, so it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. You have have hurt the Ooze's feelings. Yes, indeed. The silly, silly putty. Uh, Your cantrip didn't roll damage. So can you roll 1d4 for me? Yes, it did. Two psychic. DC 13, wisdom save two years. Oh, there it is. Got it. Sorry. Thanks, Haley. Thank you. Okay. He He takes two damage and disadvantage on his next attack. It doesn't have a face, but it looks hurt. Rolling. I see the ooze jiggle a little bit in sadness or something. Um, <laughs> does it look like? Does it look like the boat is gonna smack us? If like, because we should be able to keep trajectory, right? If I stop yeah. the orders and just we would just keep moving that direction. Right, that's that is correct. correct. So, so it looks, looks like, like you're unlikely, unlikely to take a direct, direct ram. Okay, um, I'll pull out my short bow then. I'm gonna target mm-hmm. the ooze and shoot at the ooze with my short bow. Okay, roll it. Damn. Damn. Nice. Your arrow is destroyed. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> But you do damage. Colette, there's an ooze. Yeah, so on about that. Um, yeah. About that. So I've seen it dissolve weapon bits. Uh-huh. Uh, did it dissolve, like, the back of my dart as well, or was it just the metal? Just, just the, the metal. metal. Okay, so I don't think it would dissolve my fist. You, you do, do know, know that, that it has done acid, acid damage? damage? Like you, you saw it burn Roland's flash. flash. But, but it doesn't, doesn't seem to be as, as effective against organic, organic material as it is against metal. metal. Okay. Uh, well. No, not a whale. It's an ooze. That would be far too hard to challenge for this encounter. Uh, I am going to stand up mm-hmm. and then... Wow, rolling bad. Okay, there we go. That's a better one. Nice. Okay, uh, actually, actually, they, they both, both hit. hit. The nine hits? <laughs> okay, I'm not going to complain uh, about it. Wait, wait why, 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 why do you have an, a nine? nine? The, it's an eight, right? What? 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 I, I got uh, my roll. First roll was an eight, right? Yeah, your first yeah. roll was an eight. Second yeah. roll was 25. Yeah, yeah. The, the eight and the 25 both hit. hit. Oh, okay. Sorry, I said nine looking somewhere else. Gotcha. On apparently. Uh, I need you to roll two constitution saves. Okay, after your first punch, you get a solid blow on this ooze, and you see it, like, you punch it, and the entire membrane quivers, um, but you do get a little bit of the acid on your knuckles, and it does burn you for one acid damage. Uh, the second one does not hurt you, and does destroy the ooze. Oh, good. Alright, uh, that'll be it for me. Alright, the pirate vessel is going to move on ahead, she's going to use her move up to there. Um, um, quick look on rules on jumping. Yep, it's an athletic strength, It is athletic. Uh, or is there another rule that you're saying that I'm When not you make aware. a long jump, mm-hmm. you cover a number of feet to equal to your strength score. Oh, nice. If you move at least 10 feet. Right. Um, nice. I Do I have... You have 10 feet. 10 feet here. Yeah. And then from there, I could move... Looks like it's about 15 to get yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, Dunlow is going to use his second rage. Okay. And... What, what is, is your strength score? score? Strength score is 19. Yeah, 19. 19. Okay. Yeah, you should be able to clear that, no problem. Excellent. And we'll leap to the other ship. All right. And attack that first guy. Okay. You land um, one. Didn't bother changing sword hands. Um, so that would be... Okay. So you still have that minus one to damage. Did you already account for that? It's, it's accounted for, yeah. Okay. Great. So, so he's going to take six damage. Nice. Just scream at him and goblin. That roll 20 won't let me select anything. So... Oh, wait. It's because I don't have the select tool. Duh. All right, he, he takes, takes six, six damage. damage. That that hurts him. This hurts you. This hurts you. And that's it for me. Check. For some reason, when I modify one of their HPs, it modifies everybody's HPs, which is not ideal. You don't you don't kill all of them? Do you have all? Yeah, you you want to set another like what I always did for that is don't 
use the HP, like use the HP modifier to keep track of max HP, but really yeah. you don't want to use the actual HP because it does all of them for that token. There's, there has to be a way to make it not do that though, because Avernus was set up to where it didn't do that. Ah. I'll have to go in and look at how they had that set up, yeah. but that's fine. Just no, I, I deal six damage to all of You do six damage. Of that variety. <laughs> all bandits across the world. No, but you do six damage and he does not seem to enjoy taking six damage. We're in Lydania, a group of pirates just took six damage. <laughs> all right, Bailey, you're up. The wizard looking person is the one that's loading the, or, or was doing that, the, is that right? Yeah, the lizard looking person. Yes. Lizard. Lizard, not wizard. Close. He's, uh-huh. he's a kobold. Okay. Uh, he gets a javelin, hopefully. Oh, he sure does. Oh, shit. Um, I'll do it. So, just 1d6. Do I add strength to a javelin? Uh, yes. yes. Fucking A. Right through the chest. Nice. He's still, still up, but he's not, not happy about it. Okay. That's, um, yeah, that's all. That's going to be all. Okay. Uh, this guy is going to spend his turn waking up his friends. No. He would, with, he would, he would run away. You can see the fear in his eyes, but if he tries to run, you'll kill him. He's like using his offhand and his feet to like kick his friends and wake them up. Guys, guys. The kobold is going to... I I think it takes an action to shake a sleeper awake. Is there an action? I believe it is. Yeah, it's an action on the spell. Yeah, someone used an action. Nice. Yikes, he's fucked. Sleep is so good. It's so good. The kobold will wake one of the other two and then run away. speed can get him. Accolade. Okay, I need to do a little marker here. How far away? Oh, I'm good. Um, so I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on Kobold, and the ticking of a clock uh, sounds near him, and I'm going to mutter under my breath, time is up. I love it. He does. He has to make a save. He, he gets a save. He, oh, does he gets a save. He gets a save. He gets a save. All right, that's good. Uh, and it's a, it's the five on damage <laughs> if he fails. Oh, good. He fails. Oh, hard fail. Yes. Guys, that's a shame. He was fun. He didn't get to do any of this fun stuff other than spending oozes. Well, Which really needed to stop. So it really did. That's <laughs> no, fair. Um, and then I'll I'll move toward the front, and then that'll be it for me. Okay. Uh, this guy is still, still asleep. asleep. Win- Winnie. Winnie is going to. She's going to cast Toll the Dead at the pirate in front who has been injured. Okay. Uh, so he takes seven necrotic damage. Dies. Nice. Yes. That one. Is, that one is bong damage. That was. That, that's a big. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, this, this guy, guy is mad that you killed his. his Lizard crowd and will shoot at Accolade. Yikes. Uh, 22 does hit. There you go. Four piercing damage. And the other one will, will shoot, shoot at, at Winnie. No. Actually, no. He's going to shoot at the Barbarian on the front of his boat. Oh. Oh. That's that's a much bigger threat. <laughs> yep, probably. Probably is. 17, 17 to hit for nine piercing? Uh, it does hit, uh, but my rage reduces it to... It does. Four. Yep. All right, Barnard. Okay, I just wanted to double check. What are mm-hmm. the stats here on my breath weapon? Uh, I don't know. I'm not in charge of your stats. It's a 15-foot cone, um, so that comes, like, straight from your character right in front of you. Gotcha. And she's a black dragonborn. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so you could hit just, just, the, just the first guy. Yeah, it's not worth it. Would I be able to do an athletics check to jump? Uh, apparently, you can jump, jump a distance equal to your strength score, score. So, so it's a minimum of 16 to make it across, or 15, and you would have to get a running start. Yeah, no, I'm an 11. That's not happening. So, yeah. I'm, just, nope. so I'm just stuck doing vicious mockery again. Okay. One moment here. Mm-hmm. All right, um... 
Uh, who are you targeting? As many as I can within range. Well, Vicious Mockery only targets one creature. Okay, I'll go with the one in the front. Mm, I'm gonna assume that you mean green. Sure. And he fails to save. Okay, hey, four damage. Alrighty. Uh, purple, purple is going, going to stand, stand up and draw his scimitar and attempt to attack Dunlow. And crit fail. Green is going to stand up and shoot the bard that just Vicious Mockery him. Hurt his feelings. Don't make fun of people. Uh, but a 10 probably doesn't hit your AC. No, my AC is 14. All right. We'll take a step back. Uh, Roland. Our ship should have, like, yes. continued yes. swinging, right? Should have. Good catch. Let me do that real quick. There you go. Now I'm a little bit scared for our barbarian. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of leaving him behind. I'm going to take the a ship, pot. The ship wasn't turning to go alongside of them. I mean, nobody's, nobody's staring, staring at, at this point. point. Okay. So I guess it would continue its turn somewhat. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. I guess a barbarian can always swim, right? <laughs> we can swing back around. <laughs> we'll see. Not if he's knocked unconscious over here alone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot my short bow at the one that was vicious mockery that was damaged. Okay. Crit! Uh, you kill him. Way to go, Mike. Colette? Oh, can I, as a bonus action, yell, surrender oh. while you can now, you scurvy pirates. Okay. Colette? Uh, gosh, I don't think I have anything even remotely useful right now. Um, Wait. It seems. When I healed Colette, it should have done max damage. Because she was dying. dying. Yep. Circle of mortality. Yep. So you I'm... actually got... A eleven points so of damage. Full. points of uh, yeah. So I would have been to ten and then nine from the used damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take that extra right. HP. Um. Well, there's still no pirates here. Uh, I'm just going to take the dodge action. All right. Uh, their captain is going to turn to the wheel and issue some orders. Dunlow. Uh, Dunlow is going to attack the uh, baddie in front of him. Yeah. Uh, the both both rage damage. You almost. Almost kill him. Damn. Are you adding your strength modifier to your damage? Not to the offhand. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because you don't. Don't have that. Uh, I understand now. All right. Anything else? You need to move or anything? Um, I'll step down to get sure footing. Okay. Bailey. Uh, what's going on with our boat? Are we are we getting closer? Are we not getting closer? You are going to end up going alongside them, but not closer. Correct. Yeah, you've passed your closest point. You guys managed to dodge getting hit. Well, I'm going to. uh, I'm assuming these guys are still awake, right? these two yeah, yeah okay the one uh, that is marked as sleeping is asleep the other two are awake. just the the black right okay mm-hmm. uh that's not right but it'll be disadvantage so the 16 i just have to roll the damage against which one uh the closest one to me that's not asleep okay all right 16 still hits so four it's nope. rolling it's, zero plus four i yeah. i had to roll it so it's five damage 1d6 plus four it was roll. it wasn't rolling any dice it was just rolling his strength <laughs> yeah i wasn't i wasn't finished putting it in yet gotcha all uh, right but you're good Good with that. That's it. Cool. Accolade. I'm going to toll the dead, the one next to Dunlow. All right. He, he makes the save. Ah, oh, shit. And then I'll move up the ship. This, this guy, guy sleeps peacefully. I'll nice. oh, just sleep last. I think an hour. If nobody wakes you up, he's fucking out. Uh, Winnie's going to toll the dead on orange. Minute. Okay. Uh, save. He fails. Takes three. Not enough to kill him. No. Better enough to make him hurt. Anything else? Uh, that's it. All right. Uh, orange in re- response to his. Captain's orders. I'm gonna go back to here, and their ship begins to turn. Explode away from you. Oh, good. Oh no. Five, ten, fifteen, ah. 20, twenty-five. And there's a barbarian. <laughs> it's like, uh, do you need anyone to do your paperwork? <laughs> Meanwhile, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. He's going to attempt. He's going to take a running start and attempt to shove the barbarian overboard. So, uh, Dunlow up 
opposed athletics, athletics track, track, which I believe you get advantage on because... Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he beats, beats you. you with a 13. Damn. I've been having a good roll, too. Okay. All right, so, so you, you are there. there. You plunge into, into the, the cold, cold water. water. Mm. Oh, no. Are they about to run you over with a boat, Jack? <laughs> it seems like... It. I'll get a turn before they do. <laughs> Barnard. N- nothing's within range. All right, man. Well, except that. You weren't thinking in vicious mockery that? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a person. That's, that's, that's their, their captain. captain. Okay, swing for against the incom- their incompetence. Here we go. He fails. She fails. She fails. The save and takes the damage. damage. Anything else? N- nope, nothing I can do. All right, purple, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, crossbow attack at accolade. Crit fail. Nice. <laughs> Rolling. It's his grievous wounds. All right, I'm going to use another short bro attack. I'm going to attack at the captain. Okay. And I'm going to apply my inspiration to it. Well, I can decide that after I make the roll, right before you yes. tell me. Yes. Yes. yes, yep. Right, I'll make the roll. You. Nice. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think you, you decide, decide before, before I tell you whether that succeeds. Um, what does it look like she's wearing? Is she just like in leather armor Leathers. or something like that? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to add inspiration to it. Okay, okay. You, you hit for 12 damage. damage. Solid hit. Get fucked. And then uh, I'm going to move back towards the wheel again. Okay, well, I will take the dodge action. Sorry, Sorry dude. That's first level monks. Melee yep. characters. <laughs> uh, their captain has no ranged weapons. Good. Uh, so she'll just continue to give her orders. Dunlow, Dunlow you're, you're in, in front, front of, of the boat. boat. Okay. Dunlow is going to put his swords away, and he is going to swim towards our boat. All right. Roll an athletics, athletics check for me. So he's still raging. So he this is. is he's Rage swim. So 20. Yeah. All right. You're so, fine. So how far do I get to move with that? Uh, I think it's half, half your speed. Yeah. Move speed because you don't have a swim speed. Right. Right. Okay. So I will just double move to move thirty then. Okay, Bailey, Bailey, you, you got, got them on the run. Yeah, but they, they still got that little angry clerk. Uh, so I'm going to... Little is a funny word. Right. Uh, no, I'm describing the hobgoblin. That's a seven. Uh, misses, no matter what you were targeting. Yep. Accolade. All right, check some distance here. Okay, good. Uh, I'm going to target that bandit pirate with Toll the Dead. Yeah. Pulling all sorts of dead over here. I'm trying. Didn't work. He makes the save with 17. Sorry. Damn. Oh, wait, that's the wrong character sheet. Sorry. He makes the save with a 19. Shit. I rolled higher. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Don't, that's, I don't care. That's uh, it for me. That guy is still asleep. He's Winnie. fine. I'm going to do some measuring. Do some measuring. Measuring. <laughs> All right. Uh, range is on Toll the Dead is 60, right? 60, yeah. yeah. All right. So purple is going to get the uh, Toll the Dead. Okay. Makes yet, yet another save. save. There's, There's so, so many bongs going, going off around him. Bong, bong. Mine's, mine's <laughs> ticking. Yours is ticking. It's like, it's very this like guy Alice is in Wonderland. Untollable. It's untollable. You got a 20. Holy shit, dude. Cannot be told. Uh, this guy, guy is running, running the sails, so they move further away from you. We got boys. Blue will wake red right up and then move to there. They, they are, are running. running. Are you guys going to let them go? Or are you going to pursue? We'll never catch them with the speed of our boat. Right. Um, but and we have to turn around. I'm still within range of my short boat, so I'd at least like to take one more pot shot yep. at the captain. Yeah, we'll, we'll do another round. Yeah. Nothing's within range. Uh, you're, you're within their range, though. Purple's going to shoot at you. Yikes. Yay. Uh, eight misses, though. Rolling. All right, move back over to the edge of the boat. Take a shot at the captain. Uh, wait, our boat probably should continue to move forward a little bit too, shouldn't it? But yeah, nobody's actively working on it, so it's not going to move your full speed. Right. We'll move it to there. Around clear. I'll take my shot because it's within range. Take a shot. Take a shot. And I'll add my D6 inspiration. Nice. You hit. 
right. Definitely hits. Fully in seven more damage to her. All right. She takes it. Pull up. Dodge. Uh, she gives orders. Dumbo. I'm uh, going to keep swimming. All right. That's right. Just keep swimming. Bailey. Last one. Who are you targeting? The girl on the back. Or okay. the captain on the back. Uh, you hit. Uh, she is badly wounded. Like, she looks hanging on to the wheel for dear life. I'll give her the watching you point, point to my eyes. Okay. Accolade. If I thought I could swim, I'd definitely jump into the water to toll the dead on her, but I don't. So You're I'm just going to wait for, I'm just going to wait for orders <laughs> to move the ship. All right. Uh, Red, who is now awake, is going to shoot at the barbarian in the water. No. no. We'll call it <laughs> disadvantage. Uh, so technically four. prone. <laughs> technically prone. Right. Lenny, you want to do anything? Um, there aren't life preservers or anything, but can I like grab a rope? You can like, you can throw a rope down. Yeah, Absolutely. I want to try and I want to go run over here and throw a rope out to uh, Dunlop. All right. You guys managed to pull uh, them aboard. Um, for the sake of time, just because we're running, running a little long here, uh, you they, they run. You can't catch them. Uh, you have another day of clear sailing and arrive at the island. With a long rest? Yeah. 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 Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> right. All my spell slots. I get my hit point back. Uh, Dunno would like to spend some time searching the ship for some way to uh, fix up his weapon. Um, Roland is going to spend time celebrating with anyone who wants to celebrate because we beat pirates. Do you have any, do you have proficiency in like smith's tools or anything that would be relevant? No, but I'll ask around uh, the crew and the team. I do not. Nothing for me. Nope. No. Okay. Uh, Kyle and I were just talking via message. Um, he's got a hard out at one and his content probably will take longer i did have another encounter prepped is everybody good to play next week if we push this into a two-parter yeah yep uh-huh. sure okay cool just want to make sure that we have awesome. the same folks ready was that a possibly i think that was, that was awesome that was an awesome cool excellent all right well then uh you sleep you get your long rest uh, the pirates are long gone uh the next day is somewhat clearer though no warmer in fact the lack of clouds overnight has meant that the temperature has plunged um, to the lower 20s upper teens. It was quite chilly on deck. Um, the crew brings out a stone slab and sets it um, in like near the, kind of where Colette is standing, near the stairs up to the forecastle, and will, they bring out some firewood and a kettle, and uh, they they get a stew going to help keep everyone warm and hearty. Um, so you have a nice little bonfire there, and you're partaking of ship stew. Uh, I need everybody to make perception checks. I'm so good at these. It's been rolling so well hey, today. 17. Oh, man. Hey. 21. You got a one. Yeah, figure probably not great perception from back in Marisport. <laughs> much, much, much <laughs> All right. Uh, Accolade and Dunlow, you spot um, goals circling in the distance. Oh, look at those birds. Are they interesting? I think so. You're remarkably far out from land. You don't, like, you, you haven't seen this quantity of birds circling uh, since you've been, you know, since you lost sight of land. As an ex-sailor, do I think that might mean something specific? It means that there's there's something, something there. there. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know, you know, birds gather, gather where there's, there's a source, source of food, so there could be something there worth checking out. It's up to you guys. I share that with the crew and all my new friends. The Captain the Link will be non-committal and say that the vessel is at your disclo- dis- uh, disposition if you wish to check it out. Sure. Actually, I lied. Captain Link doesn't give a shit. Squealer will offer to take you. Sure. You guys gonna go check it out? Yeah, let's do it. To the birds. I'm still confused why those people attacked us yesterday. They were pirates. They're pirates, and that's what they 
they do. Are you sure? Yeah, quite, they were, quite they didn't sure. look like pirates. They were sailing without lamps and with black sails. That, that's classic pirate behavior. At least one of them had a right. large feather in their cap. If you say so. I think I saw a parrot or something flying around the mast at some point. I think the captain had a peg leg. Those were classic pirates. If she didn't, she will now. Uh, Squaler <laughs> gestures at you with the stump of his left hand and says, hey now, let's not be ableist. That's true. I wasn't being ableist. Just because someone lost a limb doesn't make him a pirate. He sniffs. Very sensible about that. Um, the crew turns the ship. Uh, it's it's off to the left of your course. I forget whether that's port or port. Off to the port of your course. Uh, and you approach. As you get closer, you can see um, that the birds are scavengers. Um, They're gulls. Whatever the sea equivalent of vultures is. Um, seagulls will eat anything. Yeah, that's true. So it's probably seagulls. Uh, and they are picking at the... As you draw closer, you can see there's the corpse of a dolphin that has gotten caught in some netting and uh, wreckage. Uh, do we want to pull it aboard for inspection? What sort of wreckage? Like, is it is it just like a smashed crate, or is it like that used to be a ship? It's, uh, it, it looks like it could be crates, or it's, it's hard to tell from here. It's, it's there's wood paneling, or like bits of wood. Uh, there's bits of rope, some netting. Um, it's not big enough to have been a full-on ship, but there's some sort of wreckage here. So a dinghy, uh, perhaps. Link will say, uh, could be a cache of uh, smuggled goods or, or contraband. Pirate goods could be just leftovers from a ship that got destroyed. Could be, could be anything. Well, let's, if it's, well, we don't want the pirates to get it. So I think we should haul it up. Can I make a perception check to see if it has the symbol we're looking for on it? Sure. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you do not see it. Okay. Uh, and then I say, eh, I don't see anything. It's a fish corp in it, corpse in a net. We should just keep going. That's also fine. Yeah, Can't... I mean, I don't care. It's, it's, up, it's up to you guys. guys. You're the ones who wanted to come out here and check it out. Can more of us make perception checks, or was Colette the only one? I mean, you can certainly try. Well, that was worthless. So are we hauling it up, or are we moving on? I'm curious. Let's haul it up. Yeah, let's, let's haul it up. I'll help. All right. Roll athletics. Well. Colette does not help. Mm-hmm. It's fine. We got this. All right. <laughs> you guys uh, help the crew. The, they get some hooks. Uh, on some lines, you guys haul all of this up. As you begin to haul, um, it is—it's heavier than you expected. Like, I mean, it's—it's it's a massive wood and and wet rope and gross uh, that you kind of have to you know shoo the gulls away as they start to swarm around you. Um, but then also, like, there's a solid mass to it. And as you pull, uh, you realize that all of this floating wreckage at the top um, has been carefully arranged to stay floating, and that below it there is is a uh, large, large wooden, wooden chest that has been attached um, such that it would not sink to the bottom, right? right? It's, it's like a buoy mm-hmm. with a dangling chest down mm-hmm. to the bottom. So, so it takes the collective efforts of you and the crew to haul it aboard, but you guys managed to haul a uh, maybe four by three wooden chest onto the deck of your ship. Is there any sort of symbol on the chest? Uh, we're all an investigation. Like, any, it's like not just there's, one there's no symbol that you see immediately. Okay. No. Yeah. Nope. That's what I was looking for something that would be yeah. very noticeable. Oh, well, that's, you did. Does it just appear to be locked? It does have a lock. Got a big old padlock hanging off it. Well, well should I uh, try and open this up? Sure should. Uh, what's uh, the roll for Thieves Tools again? It's, uh, if, if you're, you're proficient, then it is uh, uh, d20 plus dex plus proficiency modifier. In your case, d20 plus dex plus two. If it's okay, I'm just going to roll sleight of hand because that's all of the same things added up anyways. Yeah, that's fine. As long as it's going to be the same bonus. Okay. Uh, one 
second, but I look back. Sorry, I got distracted by something. Um, I have a crowbar. Would that help? Clip pulls it out. As so you're, you're saying, saying that, that, like, like as, as you're, you're pulling, pulling it out, uh, a three-inch three needle springs from the inside, inside of the lock ah! straight into Roland's hand. Uh, Roland, you're going to take a piercing damage and an additional. Oh, no. Uh, we didn't check it for traps. You did not. Eleven poison damage? Yikes. <laughs> you see Roland, like, ow, uh, and, and, like, pull back their hand and kind of start to, to like, like you do when you prick your finger or something, you put, put, the, yeah, put, put your finger in your mouth and suck on it and then, like, retch and spit and fall unconscious. I also need you to make a con save, Roland. Okay, uh, you are not further poisoned. All right, well, you are unconscious, so you get 11 hit points when I cure wounds you. Come back to life. I've really got to stop doing that. You've almost you. died twice. Okay, you have removed the padlock from the chest. Should we further check it for traps before we open it? Yes. That's an investigation check? That is an investigation check. Intelligence investigation. I can help somebody. That's a no. No, Barnard's pretty sure it's not trapped. Who would trap a chest twice, right? Pirates. Dungeon masters trying to teach players lessons. That's right. So Barnard, how gung-ho is your character? Would you, upon deducing that it is not trapped, immediately open it? No. Okay, so you take a look at it, you figure it's probably not trapped. Uh, sure, but I have no recourse of action. Okay. Colette's still just holding out the uh, the crowbar. Accolade is watching, very interested from the distance. What if we took the crowbar and opened, like, you re- did a reach around and, like, opened it from behind? Because uh, I, I had a friend who, he's a little bit magical, he could, like, I say he's sitting down on the deck, he could, like, open things with, like, a mystical hand or something like that. Does anyone have, like, a, a spectral floating hand spell or something? Oh, yes, I have a mage hand. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, maybe we should all back up a little bit of the ways and then you can open the chest that way just in case there is a second trap. Do that. That works. Okay, so I cast Mage Hand to te- check the chest, I suppose. Alright, so is everybody standing where we your are. tokens are currently, knowing that the box is right here? Where is the box? Oh, no. Roland is going to be as far away from it on the boat as he can. Start swimming. I still have to be at the Wait, where's the front of it? Uh, which way do you want it to be faced? How about, like, the front that way? Mm-hmm. So if it shoots okay. something out of it, it'll go overboard. Yeah. Okay, so I got 15 feet. That should be enough, hopefully. Okay. Bailey, is that where you're going to stand? Yeah. I want and to see what low, Are you actually going to be overboard? Um, On mine, I am on the boat. Okay. On on ours, me, you are to the right of Winnie. All right, let me reload. The boat must have shifted one because there's other people who are overboard on the left side. Gotcha. It's, it's entirely, entirely possible because I rotated, rotated the boat that shit got fucked up. up. So, yep. Uh, I'll be here. Okay. I'll take the dodge action. Where the fuck is the grid? Damn, I'm on goddamn grid. Not that there's things. There's definitely not things. Why would you assume that there's things? Is it 10 tiny vipers? No. It's a fireball trap. It just blows the boat up. (laughs) Going out with a bang. That's right. Level one. Level one. All right. So it was smart of you to aim it overboard. Uh, That was was a smart move because uh, she opens the box and there is a click as the spring-loaded mechanism that you did not find uh, is triggered. And out from the box spring 12 tiny vipers. Yes! I was so close. (laughs) Excellent. Three of which are immediately flung overboard and drowned. Feeding the seagulls. Oh, God. But how did they sink the ship? Never know what to expect with 12 tiny vipers, aka the best trap. So roll yourselves some initiatives, my friends. 
Yeah. I think it's super on brand that for our first session of the new Marisport campaign, I wrote an encounter that was too long and made it turn into a two-parter. Yep. It's true. It's true. That is... Uh, Very in-character of you. Accurate and factual. Definitely how I do. Uh, I'm just glad we're staying uh, true to the spirit of the series. I was really consciously trying not to do that. I had somebody actually open the door instead of knocking. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. We didn't spend a half an hour waiting for them to open the door. Nope. All right. We've got 12 tiny vipers everybody else have in it. That's right. E-sounding, not A-sounding. All right. Well, this tiny viper, uh, this little piggy, gonna go over here and bite Dunlop. My, sorry, mine wasn't in there. I rolled it as a 14 first, but it didn't appear. So I rolled again. I'll change it to a 14. Okay. It makes but no difference whether it's a 15 I'm or a 14. Order anymore. I know. I'm fixing it. It's fixed. All right. Dunlop, uh, you're going to take a bite. No, 14. Um, let's see. He probably didn't have his swords out for this. So 14 would be my AC. Thanks. Okay. Uh, you take, take one piercing plus three poison. Oh, uh, actually, actually make a con save. save. Okay. Hey. You take four. You, you take, take one piercing plus one. Piercing plus one. Okay. Uh, the other viper that goes on that and that is going to go and attack. Got to bite accolade. 24. 24 does hit. Okay. You take a piercing yeah, damage and you can make a con save against, against poison. poison. I have advantage on this because it's poison. Yep. You're made, made of metal. metal. Uh, you take three poison, poison damage. damage. I take one poison damage because I have yeah, resistance. resistance. Nice. Uh, also, also, the, the viper, viper doesn't seem impressed about your flavor. That's fair. I'm made of bronze. Right. Winnie. All right, Winnie. This viper is on a is not on a grid square. It's I on a know. line. It is driving me crazy. Okay, so it's there. Oh, it's set to be a drawing for some reason. So yeah, there. It's in this square, not in, not yeah, that, square. that square. Okay, so it's not adjacent to me. Correct. Well, that's fine. He's gonna get sacred flame. Dex save for a tiny viper. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, hey. And he fails it. He takes six radiant damage. He is engulfed in sacred flame. Indeed. Or she. We shouldn't assume. We shouldn't I don't know assume. how to sex a viper. I don't know how to sex a snake. Actually, no. I'm not gonna move there. I'm gonna stay where I am. Okay. Incredibly carefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Dunlow taking another yep. bite. Uh, twenty. Yes. Uh, one piercing and either one or two poison. One poison. Okay. Then it's your turn. All right. Uh, Dunlow's gonna rage. Um, and. <laughs> Snakes, he says in Goblin, um, and starts beating into it. Uh, yeah. Not the second attack. Keep doing that. Just the first one. Just the first one. Yeah. Uh, first one hits, kills. You cut a snake in half. Stab a snake with your sword, and, and it dies. Uh, and then goes about. Convenient. Saves, Saves this guy, guy moving. Not nope. misses. Bailey. We'll slash at the one in front of me. Dead. Dead. Uh, okay. Since I'm trying to think, breath weapon has a radius of cone of fifteen feet, right, Mike? Yep. That is correct. So that means that it hits a shape like this. Very nice. Actually, no, that's wrong. From where she is right now, it would be there. But if you move up, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Breath weapon it is. Okay. Uh, They make saves. What type of save is it? Constitution. How many are we hitting? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Woo. Success, 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 fail, fail. And is it, uh, there's no details given there. Is it half on succeed or zero? I think it's half. I think it's half. Well, then it doesn't matter whether they succeed or fail, they die. <laughs> 2 HP. They're tiny vipers. Rolling. Oh, there's one tiny viper left, right? Mm -hmm. There's one tiny viper left. I have um, 35 item speed because now I'm off. And then I'll make uh, attacks with my short sword and my dagger. All right. Shing, shing. Uh, the short sword, I think, misses. Yeah. But your dagger, you do catch it with and you chop its head off. Nice. And that's the last of the snakes. As I run up, I have to say, get these motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking boat. I do that. Mm -hmm. All right. You've defeated the so ceremonial 12 tiny vipers. vipers. Yay! As, as tradition dictates. Dun Dunlau, what language is that you speak? Uh, Dunlau comes out of his rage. <sighs> 
Sorry. Uh, you you spoke. What language was that? Oh, did I? Oh, sorry, I was uh, taken away by something there. I'm uh, not sure what you're talking about. I didn't notice. I just heard some words. In any case, next time, I'll figure it out. Oh, uh, okay. He seems visibly confused. So is there anything in the box? Do you look into it and check? Yeah. All right. There yeah. is. You find um, a uh, an oil skin pouch, five vials, a uh, metal tube, and a rock. It's the pouch. Is there is there stuff in the pouch? I don't open it, but I kind of feel. Uh, feels like there's coins inside. Oh, okay. I'll open the pouch. You find nine hundred and fifty silver. Nine hundred and fifty silver. Whoa! Hell wow. Yeah. That is a considerably sized pouch. Uh, are the vials full? Yes. As a healer, do I recognize the contents within? Uh, oh, medicine check. Those potions potions of healing. Hey. Five of them. I rolled five of them. Nice. Pretty amazing. Might as well give them all to Roland. He needs them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't use them if I'm down. Right now, I'm the one hit wonder here. They hit me and I'm down. True. At least I'll have more HP next time. <laughs> you will. I'll not if next time is a continuation of this session. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, metal tube. Is it openable? Inspect it for a minute. You realize that one of the ends can be screwed off. I open it. Uh, there is a piece of parchment inside. I, open, I pull out the parchment and open it. It is covered in arcane symbols. Okay. Do we have any arcane casters here? No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, paladins are definitely not arcane casters. No, but... Uh, What's his name? We, yes, I was yes to the question. I am no. Yeah. Yes, I, I uh, am. Oh, yes. Oh, I hand you the scroll. Can you read this? Can I read it? Uh, not automatically. You could probably spend some time with oh, it okay. and figure out what that's, it is. That's also fair. Okay. I think I can okay. figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then as she's handing that to you, uh, roll an arcana check, accolade. 20. That'll do. It. Nice. Uh, and actually, so anybody else can roll Arcana or History to try to identify this if you have proficiency in either. Oh, I have no either. Oh, no, I don't have proficiency. Never mind. Uh, that rock is a dull uh, orangish color, and you notice um, Winnie, as you're handling it, that it leaves a, leaves a little bit of a dust residue on your hands. Uh, this is Orichalcum. Oh. Which was the mineral that the war was just fought over. Uh, you found approximately an ounce of it with an unrefined lump. Neat. That is all that is in that box. I, I point out what it is when she comes near and hands me the scroll. That's really cool. I like that. Well, would you have any use for this accolade? I I mean, I suppose so. With a roll that high, you also know that prolonged exposure to unrefined orichalcum can have negative health effects. It's not good for the flesh. No, I would imagine not. She says, like, kind of wiping wiping the orange dust off my gloves. But I can hold on to it if you'd like. You can put it in a, in a in a pouch or something. Sure. I open a small uh, cubby on my left arm and oh, I shit. stick it in there and I close it back up. Great. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. right. Well, well, that, that does, does it for me. me. I think I say we, we hold there because Kyle, I'm guessing the beginning of yours probably will take more than 15 minutes. Yeah, probably. But before we yep. go, yep. Uh, can I just get a perception check from everyone? Son of a bitch. It's okay, Bart. Bernard's got us this time. All right. So everyone except for Winnie and Colette uh, can see on the horizon uh, the shape of Otter Deck Haven starting to, to come into view. Um, and around it, you do see... What? Oh, Kyle, you cut out. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm on push to talk. Um, no worries. Uh, but around the island on the horizon, you do see uh, some telltale signs of shipwreckage as you approach. All right. And there's a cliffhanger. Ah. <laughs> All righty. Is there, like, is there a cliff on the island shore? And like somebody hanging off of it, like a like a body hanging off of it. Uh, yeah, you watch someone fall. Mm-hmm. That is a cliffhanger. <laughs> One who hangs from cliffs. All right, good times, everybody. Nice. 
Thanks, guys. Pick up. It was fun. Pick cool. up next time. Yep. Same bat time, same bat See station. Yeah. That's All right. right. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. All right. I'll get audio turned around and posted uh, later today, Crowley. Great. Cool. Peace. Good. See you guys. See you later. Yeah. Take See care, you. everybody. See you Bye, guys. Bye.